Oh, hello. Angela Scanlon here on the Gray Norton with Waitrose podcast, looking after things while Graham's gone on his Christmas holidays. Let's see what we're up to today. It would be wrong for me not to talk about Strictly, I know. Soon it'll be over. Today I'm chatting to my lovely dance partner, Carlos Goo. I'm also chatting to all-star Strictly judge, Anton Dubeck. And show chef Martha has got some last-minute festive top tips for us. We'll also be giving away a Waitrose gift box. Let's get started, shall we? Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show on Virgin Radio. This is how I listen to music now, thinking... Could you do a Viennese waltz to that one? Is that a rumba there? I don't even hear the songs. I don't hear the lyrics. I'm hearing the beat and going, could we cha-cha-cha perhaps? Too simply read. The answer is no. But I have Mr. Carlos Goo, my Strictly partner, on the line right now. Hello, Carlito. Da-da-da-da. Hello, Ange. Hello, everybody. Uh, how are you? I'm good. You know what? I'm literally on the way to Wales to wear Wales? Yes. Why? I'm going to spend the holiday there. Just, you know, beautiful resorts, a four nights, spending Christmas with friends. Nice. Yeah. Bit yeah. of a windy beach situation. You know, you know, I always want to get away from city, you know. Yeah. So yeah. No chance. This is the how one. Are you? How's, how are like you the wind. back to Ireland? Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. I'm in Cork. And it's not raining. It's not snowing either, but that's fine. There's time yet. And um, yeah, it's pretty dreamy. I've just been eating a lot, you know, which is kind of the gig, isn't it, at Christmas? To fat myself up after Strictly. I know. Exactly. Be careful, you've got tour, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I've got the tour. Exactly. I got to squeeze into that Argentine tango dress and that does not leave much to the imagination, let's be honest. Not at all. Um, Tell me this. Uh, Like, I mean, I obviously have my... Um, memories I literally still can't sleep but do you have a distinct memory or a favourite moment from our um, from our time together I I actually have two sessions you know if we say moments I think we had a few dances that I I felt like this iconic moment that I will remember forever. I will be really proud of, like our Charleston week three, we're on the top of the leaderboard and our Black, Black Swan Paso was incredible. Yeah. Like such a theatrical, like our Argentangle, I mean, come on. Game changer. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, like my memory, I think the whole journey this year, I couldn't even peak anything, like any what is my favourite memory? Because I think the whole journey is the memory, is my favourite memory. Mm. I couldn't even pick any week, specific time. We had so much fun and I was I was totally drawn into the moment with you and I was, I was just having the best time of my life. Yeah, we did have a good old time, didn't we? And I have to say, we I went in thinking that. I was like, sometimes you can be so fixated on the end goal, on the result. I was like, no, I want to enjoy it every week. I looked back in a diary where I was, you know, talking about why, why I was doing Strictly. Um, and apart from, you know, my two girls and showing them me all calves, you know, and that you can, you can do a sexy dance. Um, I think it was it was exactly that to actually enjoy the process of something you know so intense and exposing and joyful that you can kind of forget to do that sometimes but I think we managed it exactly being like a presence and mm-hmm. in the moment and to the best you can and just enjoying the best you can is yeah. hard 
Yeah. Because people often driven by the goal, by their purpose, by mm-hmm. uh, driven by the results, which sometimes is tiring. And, uh, you know, you're not really enjoying the moment, but we had a great, great time. We had the time of our lives. This is lessons by the goo every day. Some of them more <laughs> profound than others. <laughs> but you always have a you always have a kind of philosophical spin on the most mundane, you know, troubles that I'm having in any given moment. I remember our team talk. I remember the Monday. We, we always in? needed a team talk. Dust yourself off, you know. Exactly. Five minutes, ten minutes team talk. The VC guys in the police guys. You, you need to leave. leave us alone. We need, yeah, we need. We need talk. a team talk. Yeah. Well, how was I as a student? I mean, producer Mick is sitting beside me, and he's got his own ideas about how I am as a student, radio student. But how was I as a as a, a student? Would we call me a student? You, I mean, you are the perfect student I could ask for. Come on, like, like you, you are the perfect shape for dancing. Um, of course, you know, sometimes you go to the same leg and arm direction, which is kind of annoying, you know what I mean? <laughs> you have to change it. But yes. you, you work so hard and you're so committed to it, mm. which is, you know, it's very hard to find yeah. nowadays, especially, you know, you're a mum of two, you have a family and how hard you work in the show, but you also have to come back to be a mum. And you it, keep and saying, coming, you're middle-aged. Re- <laughs> <laughs> I am. Stop talking about it. Uh, you know, I was I was looking at our original tango week one. <laughs> I don't advise you to look it up. But it, there is a moment where I do a turnout and obviously it's like quite a punchy song and the tango is supposed to be really dramatic. I mean, you will remember how cringeworthy and uncomfortable I was with being let go to do steps on my own. He's like, just walk like a human. Impossible when you're in dance mode. And um, I like spin out and do some sort of weird cat kind of like... <laughs> Not sure what it was in my mind. It was very tango. In in reality, a few weeks on, not so much. But anyway, I, I, I do mean, can commit. You believe it exactly on the week one. I'm still kicking, I and I want to see the video that we had in the week one. That look how how much you've been transformed and improved. Yes, you've become a proper showgirl. She's a showgirl now, lads. No, I am going to Carlos play one of the songs that I think. You know, performance-wise, I don't know that it was our very best. Um, I don't know that the judges loved it. There was, you know, concerns about my heels not touching the ground, which I adamantly, um, you know, am opposed to that suggestion. But actually, this song and this dance was quite a a thing for us. So I'm going to play Callum Scott. I think I I know which one. Uh, Yeah, I do. Mm, I do. It's this one. Callum Scott, you are the reason, which we did a Viennese waltz to and it was a dreamy little moment and you are a beautiful human and thank you so, so much for, um, yeah, for minding me over the past few months. Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show on Virgin Radio. Right, it's the wheelie nearly Christmas competition. It's Christmas Eve Eve. So I'm having a go on our big spinny wheel to give you the chance to win a Graham Norton with Waitrose gift box, which includes a hot drinks cup, reusable, brilliantly branded, (laughs) Waitrose brute champagne, oh I could do with a couple of them, chocolate salted caramels, truffles, Florentines, jam, mmm, mmm, lush, and a bit of balsamic vinegar. I sometimes drink it from the actual bottle. It's delicious. Right, who have we got today? We have got Peter in Cardiff. Good morning. Morning, you okay? 
I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Doing some uh, last-minute Christmas shopping. And I haven't got the uh, Clarence gift set you mentioned no. earlier, so don't worry about <laughs> that. <laughs> Good for you. What do you get? Who are you, who are you buying for? My Panic wife. Buying. I'm not, go- I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I'm getting. She's an avid version radio listener. So she's we don't want to ruin this at the surprise. Moment. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Okay, so are you, you know, like quite slack on the gift front? I mean, if you're leaving it till Christmas Eve, Eve, I'm going to say that that's a yes. Do you have anything smugly prepared? Yeah, no, I've I've done most of it. I was just getting uh, just the last little bit. So uh, I'd be more prepared than usual, which is good. Normally Christmas Eve. (laughs) Yeah, great. And tell me, are you you cooking this Christmas or is that her gig? No, we go. So it, we had a um, a baby last January. So we go. Oh, it's his first Christmas, and we're going to uh, Amy's parents' house for Christmas Day this year. Lovely. So you can all kick back. Hopefully, yeah. Well, well I don't know. He's crawling around. He's so fast. We'll probably be chasing him most of the day. It'd be harder than uh, if we were cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You're not sitting back watching the Strictly Special for sure. You're tearing <laughs> around the house and trying to keep him away from the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, and everything okay. else you shouldn't be going. <laughs> oh, it's a lovely though. I say it's a lovely time. You're yeah. absolutely knackered. I hear you. <laughs> Pretty much. Mine is too. She's on her feet. Wait till next oh. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's good. Is Santa coming? Yeah, yeah. Santa will be coming for him. He's he's been a good boy this first year. So uh, oh, yeah, he's got some presents. Well, I think he's got presents. So then my wife has got some for him. Okay, great, great. <laughs> we see how this works now. Um, okay. Are you ready for an old spin of the wheel, Peter? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go for it. Okay, are you? Do, do you feel confident around Christmas subjects generally? Would this be your special uh, subjects on a trivia board? If that's a thing. No, not really. No. So, um, yeah, I know you said they're easy questions, but uh, I wouldn't surprise me if I got them wrong. <laughs> well, we may bring shame upon you and your family, so let's wait and see. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so we are in Cork, as I mentioned earlier on, but Polly yep. is waiting like a young Meghan Markle back in the studio ready to spin that wheel. Polly, are you ready? Three, two, one, spin it, girl. Oh. Very juicy spin. Thank you so much. Very good work. Right. What has she landed on, Polly? It's landed very closely on Christmas tree. (laughs) Christmas tree. A section all of its own. Christmas tree. Are we a real or a fake Christmas tree? This is not the question. This is more chit-chat. But have you got a Christmas tree? Yep, yeah, we do have a Christmas tree, yep. Real or fake? Uh, Real. Real, yeah, love the smell. How are the pines doing? Are they all over the place? Yeah, not too bad. No, they're not too bad, actually. um, Yeah, it's, it's holding up pretty well. Fantastic. Okay, are you ready for your question? Yeah, I think it's ready. I don't know if this is easy now. Let's see. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) So, Peter and Cardiff, Queen Victoria's husband was responsible for popularising Christmas trees in the UK. What was his name? Was it A, Prince Philip, B, Prince Edward, or C, Prince Albert? Oh, that's not very easy. And um, <laughs> I'll go for I'll go for B. Oh no! Oh, I'm no. so sorry, Peter. It was actually Prince Albert. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm very sorry. You'll have to buy some balsamic vinegar for yourself. <laughs> I, well, that, that, 
that was that was the thing I was looking forward to most in that hamper as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Call back again. We'll definitely chat another time. Have a gorgeous Christmas and a lovely first Christmas with your new little baby boy. And I hope the uh, Christmas tree manages to stay intact. Happy Christmas. Thanks very much. Good, um, hope you have a good Christmas too. Thanks, Thank you. lovely. Bye. Sarah, we move on to you. Sarah and Epsom, how are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm getting into the Christmas spirit. I'm currently looking at a turkey, not real, Ooh, cooked. Okay. A picture, it's golden brown. I'm okay, kind of ready no, for I'm it. glad it's cooked. Yeah, <laughs> it is cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it's not edible, but it's fine. Um, how, <laughs> are you all set for Christmas, Sarah? Uh, no, actually, no. we moved on... Tuesday and so I haven't even got Christmas tree up yet but oh, you know yeah. it's okay it's all good yeah we, okay that's a spicy spicy time of the year to, you've got what <laughs> we're going to design an Ikea package perhaps decorate that instead oh fine okay how does that work because I have to say any time I have attempted with my husband to put together one of those flat pack situations it has not ended well I'm I'm not even going to try and put it together. I'm not going to be involved. I'm going okay. to step well away from it. Because I think it that's will wise. Just end in carnage. I think. Fine. So you're <laughs> on the sidelines providing snacks. Um, yeah, providing snacks or maybe constructive advice. Very Come well on. done. You're uh, yeah okay managing the situation. Yes. <laughs> very good and have you got your Christmas presents I mean you may not be able to find them in all the boxes but do you have any no, I have and I kept them very separately in the boot of my car she's all, a smart all one, through the one. whole journey everything was in a, in the boot of my car that had to be kept safe from everything because like the the poor gentleman before um, mm-hmm. we have just had we've had a granddaughter this year so it's her first Christmas so there was no way I was going to lose any of her presents Oh, but, uh, yeah. above, above anything else that was so safe but yeah okay oh so love it and is this a first grandchild uh, yes it's for me My well we've got um, I have three step grandchildren and this is my first granddaughter okay. so yes yeah, oh special lovely yeah. okay so Santa's coming it's absolute carnage enjoy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so shall we spin the wheel Sarah uh, yes, uh, maybe a little easier question. Okay, we'll get, we'll do our best. Okay, Polly, get ready to spin it. Three, two, one. I don't know why I shout. I get very excited. I feel. Polly, what have we got? It's just landed on Christmas songs. Christmas songs. Okay, it could have been the nativity. It could have been Christmas lights. It is Christmas songs, Sarah. Oh, yeah, that's my job now. Okay. Oh, topical. A fairy tale of New York is a duet between which singers? Is it A, Keris Matthews and Tom Jones? B, Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan? Or C, Shane McGowan and Kirsty McCall? It would be C, Shane McGowan and Kirsty McCall. Are you confident about that? I love that song. You and me both. You and me both. Beautiful job. You have won our hamper. It will not be with you in time for Christmas, but you'll have it in that lolly period in the middle between Christmas and New Year's and you can get stuck into those Florentines and all the rest of it. 
All right. Thank you so much. And, and I loved you on Strictly, by the way, Angela. We oh, really, really thank you. For you. We <laughs> thank you, were great. you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you, lovely. Whip out the old Argentine tango after dinner on Christmas, will you? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not sure Are what you... damage I may cause myself trying to do Don't that, worry, but, you know, babe, I still have the scars, emotional <laughs> and otherwise. <laughs> oh, thank you. No, I'm joking. Well done, well done, and happy Christmas. Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show. On Virgin Radio. Still to come, I'll be chatting to top Strictly Come Dancing judge Anton de Beck. But before that, if you're panicking about the Christmas cooking, aren't we all? Show chef Martha has got some tips for us. Hello, Martha. Hello, Angela. How are you? I'm very well. So I'm in court. You are where? I am in Devon. Home for the holidays. Are you getting <laughs> roped in? Do you have to cook now for everybody? Do they think, come on home, babe. We'll look after you. Get at the kitchen. Get stuck <laughs> they in. They do. It's a bit more subtle than that. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. And to be honest, when you are a chef, when you are someone that loves cooking, Christmas is like such an exciting time because it's like cooking en masse. I kind of love it. But do then I do you, you kind need of a love it. Break. <laughs> yeah okay and are they judgy it. are they are are do you have like harsh critics oh not normally not just normally gl- people are glad. normally just quite glad to be to be fed <laughs> fair enough and i mean we're go- we're talking turkey we're hopefully i would like to touch on sprouts after <gasps> a song so you know i love mind. sprouts oh you and me both underrated but i have a picture of a turkey that I have been looking at. And I'm, I mean, I'm not strictly vegetarian, but I don't really care for turkey. It's a bit dry, you know. Maybe that's the issue. Um, maybe that's my skill rather than the actual bird's <laughs> skill. But this one specifically looks delicious. And there's a flavoured butter situation. Oh, yes, Yeah, it is. go on, talk me through it's- it. The trick with turkey is adding as much flavour as you can because it's such a big piece of meat, such a Mm. big piece of poultry. It's quite difficult to kind of get flavour that permeates all the way through the breast and that's what can make it feel a little dry or a bit boring. But actually, there's so many wonderful things you can do and you don't have to strictly stick to this recipe. So if in your fridge you're thinking, I'm not braving the supermarket again, (laughs) I need to make something with what I've got, which I totally respect, then you'll be absolutely fine. But yeah, flavoured butter is one of the best ways you can add loads of kind of extra aromatics and a saltiness to your turkey so all you want to take is some salted butter make sure it's nice and soft and then I'm putting thyme rosemary with the leaves really finely chopped and the zest of two lemons and some black pepper into mine you want to mash it all together and then this is what we're going to use to smear all over the skin of the turkey and if you're feeling like getting properly in there <laughs> you want to get under the skin so you want to get oh, your I hands love putting a little knob under the skin Exactly. And I feel bad describing this to a vegetarian, but you want to get your hands right in there. And when you create this layer of fat under the skin, it means that when it goes into the oven, the crispiness you're going to get is next level. So you're adding Mm. so much flavour into there. And then to add extra flavour for your gravy and to the rest of your bird, you want to take all of the leftover bits from the butter. So the lemons, like the juice, so you cut your lemons into quarters, the leaves, the stems, sorry, of your thyme and your rosemary, any other herbs that you've got going in there and stick them inside the turkey, into the cavity. Into the cavity. Into the cavity. They become nice and steamy and they start to helpfully cook your bird from the inside out. But you don't want to stuff it too full, just a few little things in there and it starts to create this lovely little steam from the inside, crisp from the outside. And now hang on a second. How are you getting the actual stuffing in there if you've stuffed it with lemons? Do we not put stuffing in the actual cavity anymore? 
that it's a little bit of a tricky one. I personally don't stuff the stuffing into the cabbage. Ah, uh, Martha, I, I thought it, we were going to get along. Oh, I'm sorry. It just makes it cook. It makes it take so long. <laughs> but it's so juicy and moist. Oh, last year, and I heard one of the listeners say they were cooking for 20. You yeah. will be putting your turkey in at about 6am. <laughs> okay, I mean, not a problem. Full. If there's kids there, you'd be up at three anyway. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so but it's a timings thing. But then how do you keep your stuffing? Because I'm a big stuffing woman, okay? Ooh. And I really, it's my favourite bit of the Christmas dinner. I could forgo the turkey, no problem. The stuffing, on the other hand, my mom has a particularly amazing recipe passed down from my granny that's potato stuffing and it is oh. next level. We oh, literally that. graze on it for a week. Yeah, it's very, very good. But how do you then do your stuffing if it's not in the bird? So I personally go for either the stuffing balls or stuffing in a tray. So I have a recipe for stuffing in a tray that's kind of apricot and cranberry and sausage meat and then some breadcrumbs on the top. And all of that goes in once your turkey comes out. So kind of the secondary trick to a really moist, juicy turkey is that it needs a very long rest. <laughs> As what, do you with the tea towel over it? it. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Let With the turkey lie down. You can also do an angel in the living room. <laughs> yeah, get someone else to tag in for you then. But yeah, turkey is, can rest for okay. up to two hours. So oh. you've got such a long time. So what? That's it's a bit lukewarm then when you're serving it, is it? I mean, when it's Fine. covered in foil, it's such a big bird that it keeps yeah. its heat really well. And then you've got the gravy and all these other things. But it's yeah. it's safe to keep it resting as long as you've covered it in foil. And then your oven is free, freed up for your stuffing, your sausages, pigs in blankets, potatoes. Oh, now you're in. talking, girl. Honestly, <laughs> I do. I do think the turkey is kind of like the bread. You know, it's just a kind of canvas with which you build and put all of the other filthily delicious. <laughs> it's literally turkey is not the star of the show let's be honest it gets way too much airtime. we're moving on to sprouts I would personally take quite a bit of time talking potatoes but I know that last week you did the best ever roasties if you need a bit of inspiration for your spuds waitrose.com forward slash show chef now sprouts oh sorry before I move on to sprouts how do we feel about a Yorkshire pudding with the Christmas dinner Oh, I'm for it. Are you? Anything, anything more you can get on that plate. You reckon? Pile it high. <laughs> I'm for it. Okay, I like your style. So sprouts. sprouts. Are you in or I'm, out? I'm in. I mm. would join the campaign trail to have sprouts year round, personally. I agree. I think they're great. Yeah, underrated. So what do we do? Because there's like obviously two very distinct camps or maybe just one large camp and a splinter group <laughs> cheering <laughs> for the underground sprouts, okay? But I I mean, there's so much you can do. Let's be honest, no one wants a boiled sprout. So anyone who's trying to sell that to anyone, forget about it. You need to pimp a sprout in order to get it past the taste buds, don't you? 100%. 100%. So what are we doing? So I personally love adding things to sprouts that make them a little bit crispy and just take them to that next level. You're right. You wouldn't take like a whole cabbage and just boil it whole. No. Because <laughs> I mean, the outside might. would be In all Ireland. soggy. <laughs> the middle mm. would be too crunchy. And that's why people don't like sprouts because they go, oh, they just taste overdone and they're just not And your pleasant, curtains but... smell for a week. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you don't want to be doing that. And mm. people, because people think, oh, I don't like them. They put less love into them and then people stop loving them and it creates And they need more love. It's cycle. the truth of it. Yeah. Exactly. So, so how I do we break always... the cycle, Martha? 
break the sprout cycle. So <laughs> take your sprouts. I think you always want to cut them down at least in half. Yeah. Um, I had a housemate once who used to shred them. So she used to put them in the food Wrong. processor or a mandolin and shred them down and then stir fry them. But it was quite good if you needed to do it quickly, if you've forgotten mm. your sprouts, because <laughs> they Fine. only take a couple of minutes. <laughs> but I would halve them, get rid of any of the woody bits. And then in my frying What do you mean pan, woody bits? They're like root bits. The very bit at the bottom, the yeah, you want to take okay. that out hard. You don't want to be kind of, yeah, chowing Chewing down on, on a, no. a hard bit of sprout. So cut them into halves. Keep some of those little leaf bits that fall off as well because you can use them. Give them a really good wash. And then I'm taking butter, putting that into a frying pan, and you want to brown the butter. So you want to take the butter just from, instead of just melting it, cook it for a couple more minutes until it mm. gets really foamy and the solids start to turn a bit nutty because then you are on to something because that combined with your sprouts is delicious so and so we're not parboiling oh yeah sorry yeah, yeah sorry go. i'm getting on <laughs> boil the sprouts just for a couple of minutes so three to four minutes they don't need to be cooked all the way through because we're going to be cooking them a bit more in that butter um, mm. and then i go for chestnuts i think a little bit of sweetness works really well with the saltiness so a pack of chestnuts get the cooked ones so you're not cooking them for hours sprinkle them into your browned butter and then your sprouts go in and give them a really proper fry. If you want more meat, you can add bacon or pancetta um, to your butter as it's browning and have that little crispy bit of salty pancetta. Yum. Season them well, a bit of lemon zest or something if you want to really elevate them. But it just makes them a really indulgent, delicious part of the Christmas meal. And people will be, they'll be turned. <laughs> they will be turned. What about maple syrup? I love a bit of maple on a Yes, I like, like sweet that. and salty, you know? Absolutely. I think if you haven't got chestnuts, maple syrup is a really good option or a bit of honey just to add that contrast. Definitely. Yeah, a bit of caramelization. How about cheese? Mm. <laughs> cheese. This is new to me, but I is heard you it? say it and I've been thinking about it that whole song. I've been thinking about Game the parmesan. Or, and like, I, like very, it. I mean, it was a microblade situation, so it was very fine, but it was almost webby on top of the... Oh, it's delicious. Oh, I like mm. the sound of that. Because you have cauliflower cheese. Some people have that with the Christmas yeah. dinner. So mm -hmm. it's just getting that flavour across multiple things and I'm for it. Yeah. I think go for it. Go for it. Listen, fill your boots. And what are you doing for dessert? Just in case anyone needs wow. a bit of inspiration. Dessert. Well, we're having a regular Christmas pudding and then I always do the same dessert for Christmas because it just gets requested every time. It's a recipe I wrote, I wrote for Waitrose, I think probably about seven years ago, but it's a, a mint chocolate steamed pudding. So it's what? like it's like a mint, a chocolate, it looks like a Christmas pudding, but it's a oh. chocolate pudding that I've steamed. And then I make a sauce out of after eight mints and double cream. Oh, and it's drizzle that all over the top. <laughs> I'll link it in my stories because oh I haven't posted that for ages. But and it's a winner. My favourite. And tell me, with the pudding, the actual legit Christmas pudding, do you make that? I make it most years. Not today. Um, I not didn't this make day. it this year. Okay. I think someone else has made it and they're bringing it around. I'm hoping. Fine. If not, it's going to be a quick dash to Waitrose. Because <laughs> I have to say, so my, I'm in um, my husband's for Christmas day this this year and his aunt is on dessert duty and she takes great pride in an assortment for however many people and nice. but for me she was like do you want a tiramisu do you want a lemon meringue all of the above I will take on any other day <laughs> but Christmas I just think it's all about a boozy dessert so whether it's a trifle that's absolutely chock full of gin or whatever else you put Ooh, in yes. it, or a boozy <laughs> pudding that like needs to be set alight for effect I just think that's what a Christmas dessert is all about so I'm not saying that your minty thing is wrong as such but I just <laughs> think you better have a boozy pudding on standby oh, for the yeah. traditionalists 
You've got to have something you can set on fire, haven't you? You have to. <laughs> You've got to have got the drama. To. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, Martha, as always, thank you so, so much. Have a gorgeous Christmas in Devon. Good luck with the cooking. Thank um, you, Angela. And anyone listening can find you on Instagram or on at Virgin Radio UK for all of the recipes that you share so generously week on week. Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show. Virgin Radio. Now, he hardly needs an introduction, but sure, we'll give him one anyone. <laughs> Anton Dubeck is on the phone. From where? Where are you? Well, I'm in my dressing room uh, at the New Victoria Theatre in Woking. Uh, I'm, we've got pantomime currently going on at the moment, so I'll be, I'll be putting my costume on. Uh, well, short of the time, is it? Yes, I don't know, about an hour's time. And, okay. Uh, and on to Farge for a bit more panto. And what kind of costume are we wearing? Paint a picture there, Anton. There's millions who'd love to know what you're wearing. Well, I'm 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 a pirate, obviously. I'm of a pirate friend. I'm Smee in Peter Pan. Yes. And I've got, obviously, a long sock and uh, a, tr- a trouser. Just the knee. one. <laughs> oh, I only wear the one. Okay. And, um, and a striped top and, and some sort of a, a sash and, and a little gilet affair. I mean, okay. it's, it's terribly fetching. It sounds. I can see why it caught on. Yeah, very much. And um, tell me this, I actually just remembered that I took a sneaky picture of your rider while I was, you know, perusing the uh, uh, judges' dressing rooms. Do you have <laughs> this on your rider in Woking? It's very tame. Sparkling water, still water. He likes to mix it up. A panettone. I, I never know how to say that. Bananas. Panettone. Panettone. Thank Bananas. you very much. Bananas. Bananas. Thank you. I know that one. Easy peelers, plums and chocolates. Well, no, the chocolates are an added extra. I don't go, you know, I don't, that's something they just, everybody's in. If you walk around the television studio, the Strictly Come Dancing one, yeah. invariably there are an abundance of chocolate treats. They're everywhere you go. Have you noticed that? Everywhere you go, you can't get away from them. Chocolate and, pretzels, um, particularly. The, yes, see, they're nice. a delight. Um, but they are, uh, uh, but no, but they are. They seem to be in all the dressing rooms. But mm. yeah, that's. I'm a, I'm a very and decent coffee and nice tea. Well, Revel uh, Horwood, Revel Horwood is a bit. Um, he's got he's Sauvignon trickier, trickier for he's sure. Much trickier. Sauvignon much. Blanc and Rioja. Yeah. He likes to mix it up, and but Rioja. in a different way to you. He also Entirely. likes red and green grapes, salted in mm-hmm. capital letters, peanuts, and yes, he likes a ripe salted. avocado. Mm, very and he salty. Also likes he likes cheese. He likes Jacob's crackers. Oh, <laughs> randomly. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and a crisp. And a crisp. He likes a cheese and onion crisp. Love that. Glad I didn't get too close to him. The record. Uh, um, no. So listen, tell us now. <laughs> we, is it better being on the dance floor or sitting on your little perch? Oh, uh, well, I'm enjoying the perch. I bet you um, are. Because you know, I mean, I'm in it for the whole run then the problem with the dancing is that you are one and four gets voted off at mm-hmm. some stage and it's it, I've, I've hated that since the first series if, ever since the first series and when there was an elimination actually there was an elimination uh, actually there, there was an elimination series there wasn't a dance off in the first okay. series but um ever since that moment i thought oh this is no fun I don't like getting voted off thing. And then it became all too frequent as the years went on. But um, so I've I've never liked the being voted off thing. And with the judging, of course, I get to stay, stay until the final. But it is it is lovely to be able to watch 
people develop over the weeks. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I loved watching you dance with Carlos. It was a great thrill every time you came out and performed. And you want to see if there's an improvement, if there's things that you've discussed and, mm-hmm. you know, you've mentioned and, and then there's an improvement moving forward. And when there is, it's just a delight. Yeah, you feel yeah. like it's, it's because of something that one said. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you're only doing that because I said it, of course. You oh, yeah. So it makes you feel important and heard. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not the truth. I mean, the hours <laughs> of practice will have been the difference. Yeah, No, no, it was definitely that nod. The four words that yes. we mentioned to you, don't forget to uh, look left. <laughs> and that was enough. I was just going to say, Anton, I don't remember ever you sticking to four words. Let's be honest. <laughs> he's saying stick to four words. Yeah, but I keep translating that. that in my head as four words is not enough. I agree. So Why say I four when them. you can say 40, Anton? We're from the same exactly. school. Exactly. Um, now, you were the longest serving professional dancer on the show. Do yeah. you think anyone's going to beat that? I mean, Giovanni's nipping at your heels, is he? Or how far off is he? Well, he's about halfway currently. Oh, I think he's been about nine years. I think I did 18 did uh, as, a, as a professional dancer. Oh, and um, so, I mean, there's only Craig and I left, I went with Tess, of course, yes. uh, from the first series. Mm. So there was, a, there was a period of time where I was the longest serving professional dancer in the world on any any type of Strictly Come Dancing format, whether it's Dancing with the Stars or whether it's something somewhere okay, else. I was the longest serving professional dancer in the Did you get a plaque for it? I, no, I got nothing. Not and I, got, I just sort of mentioned it and I got eliminated. And I... then, and, and Craig, of course, is the longest serving judge because Strictly Come Dancing by, you know, was the first one of, of its type. Oh, so it was, I, I take great sort of pleasure and uh, I feel sort of honoured about that really being mm. the longest serving and being there since the beginning uh, because I love the show yeah and you'll know as you, having done it it does once you've done it you're sort of part of it because you'll be forever Strictly Come Dancing star Angela Scanlon <laughs> uh, whatever else you do in your life will be of little irrelevant time. irrelevant oh, it all I mean, pales it you... next to me Charleston you know no well, your Charleston let me tell you about your Stop Charleston that. I loved your children. I've People ask me, what was your favourite dance of the series? And it's terrible, really, because I've, I, of my three favourite dances, two of them are yours. Well, thank you very much. I loved your Charleston. I was so gobsmacked and blown. I, I, I appreciate this is literally the only reason you've got me on to uh, the show today. And I, I'm, You're just I'm trying pretty, to make up for a bit of bad I'm, taste, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sure you'll you'll come round eventually. But, Maybe. Um, uh, but your Charleston was extraordinary, extraordinary. We did have a ball. Well, we did have a ball. We I, really always did. That, I always think that the, 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 the pros and Carlos should have been that good anyway. So yes. that was of no surprise to me because he is brilliant, as are all the pros. But when you come out and do that, it was sort of different level extraordinary. I thought you were remarkable. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so well you. It was a real moment. It's funny because you think back, you're like, oh, yeah. In the When you're in the thick of it, you're kind of, you know, so concerned that your pelvic floor will yes. hold up and that you're, you know, in sync that you're not really, um, I, I mean, you're there, but you're not really there. And so it's only when you look back at it, you're like, oh, yeah, that was Gosh, that, was, that a was a thing. Good. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was a bit of a moment. But also it our is, Argentine tango. Thing, head down. Our well, your tango, tango was brilliant, but you'd had a bit. You'd been going a bit longer up until that point. So this you'd, is true. You'd sort of, 
You've been in the show for a bit. You got yeah. used to it a bit. You, the tango was brilliant. Blackpool, the setting, the moment. Oh, Blackpool it is magic, isn't it? It was sort of like a perfect combination, yeah. really, yeah. of everything, that mm. dance. I thought and then that next was... week, Sucker Punch. Well, there you go. <laughs> what did you do? It's the highs and lows, you, you know? It's the highs and yeah, lows. But look, um, you are going on tour next year yeah. with Giovanni. Yeah. Oh, well, that's in the summer. I'll be out on tour on my own before that in a show called Showman. The sh- Anton de Beck, the show. That's the name Anton of the show. And named. Uh, and so we're doing that. I'm doing that through the, the spring. And then I, and I, then I go, come back in the autumn and I do it a, 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 again. And then we go into Christmas and then I go into a Christmas show. So I've got sort of a two halves of my year with my show next year. I start off in the in the spring. And I mean, I know people are, it's that time of year, we're running late at Christmas present ideas. It's a great idea. Go online, book a ticket, come and see my show. Merry Christmas. There That's you go. Merry Christmas. Christmas. There you go. Thank right you very there. much. I think it's a great idea. But I'm so excited. And I'm, I've been talking with my MD this morning, actually, as I was coming to the theatre, about music. And the great thing about putting together a new show is, you know, the world's your oyster. And then you... It's what you don't use, and you've got to find mm. a thread to run through the show. It's just some brilliant ideas. I've got some wonderful people in the show with me. Great band on stage again. Incredible uh, musicians once again. And uh, and you'll know what that's like, dancing on street. I'm dancing with Dave Arch and his band. Oh, magic. There's something, there's something magical about having mm. live music to dance to. And I've got yeah. some wonderful... I've got the great Lance Anton again and, and, and another... Uh, a uh, couple of people on the show, we're going to see a couple of show songs. A just a great voice, a lady called Michelle Andrews, who's, a, who's been in the West End for years, and she's got the most incredible voice. So, okay, so we're going to have a lot of fun with this. It's going to be singing, a great show. dancing, laughter. I'm sure a few cheeky stories chucked in there. There's a, there's a lovely Irish girl. I've got a lovely story about. Oh, well, they all are. She's got a lovely story. Did you say? She's got a lovely story about this this tremendous Irish girl I once met. Lovely oh. dancer she was. Listen, stick it in there. This little is for you. grumpy, little grumpy when she got voted off. But other than that, <laughs> heartbroken. I think you'll find there's a difference between those emotions. Not that you're tuned into the Manson. <laughs> I mean, I mean you forgot. Was, it used to happen to you so early on that you never really got the, oh, to feel goes. the full there sting of goes. it. <laughs> I love you really this one's for you Anton Amy Winehouse I know you chose it as your moment of the series it was a few weeks before the end but like it was a moment and um, yeah thank you so much for chatting to well us done, today you. and have a gorgeous Christmas with all your clan and to you my love and to okay. you okay we'll see you in tour in, in January yeah let's do it please tell me you're doing the Charleston I am doing the Charleston get Are your you paddle ready Anton Thank I'm doing the Charleston heavens. and the AT just for a bit of gear change, you know. Oh, Show yeah, them my full the range. Oh yeah, you're baby. Two goodens. Two so good. Excuse me. There was a few the more than two. That good. No, <laughs> Our Paso in Halloween week. I beg to differ with you. You said I was like a young <laughs> Anna Pavlova, whoever that is. <laughs> <laughs> She's a lovely dessert. Well yeah, done. You're better than dessert. <laughs> good luck. Happy Christmas, lovely. You're a beauty. Thank you so much for listening to my show. You can catch Graham Norton every Saturday and Sunday from 9.30 on Virgin Radio. Follow us also on socials to keep up to date and make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Just look up at Virgin Radio UK and you'll find loads of great interviews and live sessions. Chat soon. Angela Scanlon on the Graham Norton Radio Show on Virgin Radio.